Welcome to Untaming Leadership. I'm Igina Jirazi. And I'm Sam Allen, and we are both leadership coaches and trainers with a passion for transformation. Our mission is to grow conscious and inspiring leaders and to dive deep into the very heart of leadership. Tune in for your bi-weekly fix of wisdom and inspiration from diverse experts in the field. Team ready? We're so excited to have our second guest this season, and she is Solvay Half Orson. Did I pronounce it correct? Almost. The Norwegian accent. <laughs> Almost, Miguel. How do you say it? How do you say it, Solvay? Solvay Halvorsen. Halvorsen. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, welcome, welcome. And Thanks. would you please uh, introduce yourself? Yes, uh, thank you for having me here. Uh, so I'm Solvay and I'm a Norwegian. Uh, I'm from the tiny, tiny village on the countryside south in Norway and now living and working in Oslo, which is the capital. Um, and I'm working in Doctors Without Borders uh, since I have done since almost 20 years now. Um, and for the moment, I'm holding a position as uh, um, in English, you would probably call it like head of field HR. So meaning I'm responsible and leading the team, attracting, recruiting and deploying staff for humanitarian work and uh, career development. Wow. And, and I'm a single mom. I have a daughter 14 years next Friday. Oh, oh happy birthday for your daughter you. for then. And I feel it's my birthday too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, celebrations in the air. And we're so, yeah. so happy to have you on the show, Solvay. And um, we want to begin actually by asking you a bit of a big question. But mm. we are curious to know, what is your definition of leadership? And this is this is such a huge question. Yeah. And this is, and, and you're touching... Um, you're touching something very important and confusing for me uh, because I haven't studied anything about leadership. I read one book and I don't even remember the name of the book and I don't remember the author either. So sorry about that. So for me, what is leadership? It's really, for me, it's a, it's a, it's a role you have um, and, and leadership is, for me, it's how I can coordinate and help my team to deliver according to expectations. That's like the umbrella. But for me, being a leader, that's a totally different thing hmm. at the same time. Okay. Um, uh, that just leaves me so intrigued and curious. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know more? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> struggling with the word leadership for me and, and now maybe you know I'm uh, saying something totally incorrect but for me the leadership um, word has become so commercialized so I'm struggling to understand what we're talking about so I am actually and I don't have any books I can refer to either so I'm actually going inside in me 
and saying, okay, what do I see as a leader now as I have this role? And and I'm checking in with myself, what is important for me being the leader? And then the only way I can be a leader is actually to know what my team wants from me, mm-hmm. what they need. Uh, and my boss, of course, uh, what he expects from me. So it's really about identifying their needs and asking them for input. And and I do regular one-to-one with all of them. It's seven, I think, for now. Yes. <laughs> and, and I do one-to-one regularly and I ask them, um, what what's your feedback? Meaning, what's the good thing I'm doing? Uh, and what's your feed forward? What do you want me to start, stop or continue doing? Um, and that's the only way uh, I can I can do my uh, keep my role in a way to to stay in the role and and to be what they need. I need their input. Mm-hmm. So and I'm <laughs> maybe I know I have a direct communication style from time to time. So I'm telling you that you get you get the leader you deserve. So I mean, yeah. if you don't help me, <laughs> well, sorry, Mac. <laughs> it's you. You need to help me here. And of mm. course, I, I take some share of the responsibility. Uh, I do, um, but but they also have to tell me how to be their leader. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I know that when Magena and I went through our inner leadership journey, one of the biggest things that they were saying to us and sharing was about asking for help and saying what you need. You know, mm. and what you've just shared there is such a great example of that. Mm. And yes. what have you learned from that? I'm very curious. And I know this, again, is probably a long question. Yeah, and, and that's also, um, and it, it's and it, it's a huge question. And that's, so one of the things that makes it difficult to answer that question is that I don't have any academic research readings that I can benchmark my knowledge or my thinking with. So that's, you know, the gap I maybe could benefit from filling. Um, but what have I learned? I think the most important thing I've learned is to be myself, to trust my team, and, and that we all have good intention. Um, and we are all, to bottom line, we are all human beings yes. uh, that wants to do a good job. So yeah, maybe absolutely. that's that's what I've learned. And then, of course small nitty-gritties and adjustments but but that's you know we're human beings and we're going to work and and let's i i okay we're touching on the yante law and that we maybe come back to later <laughs> that we have in norway it's like a cultural traditional i don't know what even to call it but the thing is that you're not supposed to think that you're something special thank you for bringing yante law I also know it from Denmark that it's so prevalent. I think it's quite prevalent mm. in the Nordics as well. Mm. And how do you see that Yentelo has actually influenced your leadership, positively or negatively? Mm. It's there, right? So yeah. what, what's the impact? I, I can't see that it has influenced me any in any positive way. Mm. Um, would you like to hear how Yentelo works for me? Yes, yes please. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I'm coming from a small village, as I said, and and in a small village in in the southern part of Norway, um, and it's it's really like everyone knows everything about everyone, mm-hmm. uh, and you're not supposed to to stick out, you know, to be something special. It's really like uh, we should all be kind of equal. It sounds almost like communism in a way, but <laughs> but um, but it's really um, you should not brag about yourself. Um, you you can acknowledge others, uh, but not too much because they might lose their ground in a way. So it's 
it's really like it's keeping people down and and for me um and I learned off my parents it's not about that but when I was brought up in this environment I I never for instance learned about setting goals I was always told and which was also nice uh, that as long as you do as good as you can we are happy with you you're you're doing good but I never learned to set goals so and then later in in work life that has become a challenge um and I, I also notice now, still now, I'm 54 years and, and I'm still like setting goals for myself. I don't know how to do that. So and so that's what how it had turned out in my job is that actually <laughs> what really satisfy and gives me the best feeling and and really it's my payday is really when I see that other people are empowered. So if I can set goal or when I can set goal for others and I see that they are working towards their goal and, and they reach their goals, I start crying. I, I'm becoming so emotional. So ah, I haven't thought about this before. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. You. Yeah. It's um, I can really feel your heart when you share mm. that, you know, mm. and um, yeah, I think when you come from that place, you're having huge impact whatever so I just want to say we really feel you this end um and we'd also love to know about your growth as a leader recently like what do you notice there well the pandemic was a challenge uh it's not over but we are we are we are out of home office um it was a challenge in in many ways with uh, online work uh with uh, the team that was scattered around and and they had their private life as well going on um and then also homeschooling etc so i have learned to breathe a bit more mm. <laughs> um and and to to trust that it will it will it will pass <laughs> it's just patience <laughs> which is a big challenge for me this too shall pass <laughs> <laughs> yes so and and also what i've learned is that uh, i can't do everything mm. so to, as a leader to to i have i've been pushed so to both uh, be show my emotions with my team to cry with my team to share that I I feel exhausted I I I can't help you anymore you know I'm like um so I'm I have learned that I'm taking too much responsibility myself mm. even though I love to see people empowering but I I I, I carry the responsibility mm. and I I should take a break from that um and then also I've learned that again we are human beings um and that's i'm repeating myself but that stands so much out for me that we are human beings and and we have roles and we have tasks and duties and we are human beings and um and also another stretch for me was really at one moment there were sick leave in the team burnout uh, too much on the plate and and i had to step up and to take a style that I'm not so comfortable with and that was a bit more directive uh, or authoritative um, if that's an English word yeah it yeah, is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and to say no 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 
<laughs> we have a very democratic environment in our team. But then I said, no, we're going to stop this activity. We're going to stop that activity. And people were shocked and they started to argue. No, we can't. We can't. And then they came later to me to say thank you hmm. for taking charge. So I guess that was kind of leading in front. Uh, <laughs> so, but more, I'm, I'm more behind and in the middle, you know, protecting my team and and um, and following my heart and my my gut feeling. But but I have to step up sometimes and and be in the front and saying no. Hmm. Definitely. But, mm, but it's painful. I think it's yeah. painful. Oh, it's <laughs> Well, what's painful about that? I don't know. It's just, uh, it's something about being bossy. Mm. Um, this stereotype, maybe. Mm. Um, and it's probably my yantelo is coming back to me. You know, who do you think you are taking charge and deciding? You see, it has an impact on me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's yeah. not healthy. It's not healthy. And I think that's also, you know, I took an imposter test one time, imposter syndrome test, and I scored too high. So, you know, it's it's not good. Um, but I've been told it doesn't look like that I have this uh, imposter or that I'm bar- um, bothered by this yantelo. Mm. So maybe I'm I'm managing to, to self-regulate when I meet <laughs> others. Um, but there's a big internal discussion going on. Mm. What I really appreciate about you is your openness and, you know, courageous vulnerability is such a huge strength in leadership. And, uh, you know, often when Megana and I are giving trainings and webinars on assertive leadership, we mm. speak to that and people look a little bit frightened, like, seriously, I have to show even more of myself, you know? Mm. And yet, you know, I see that as a, a huge strength in you. Um, mm. And it, it, it also opens others. So thank you for, for just being so human and present with us right now. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm, I'm curious because you were mentioning, like now you're stepping it in, or at least an example of stepping on um, a leadership style of being direct and, and assertive. Mm. So which one is your most go-to leadership style? My trusting. Mm. Mm my trusting and and people at center mm. um that's my my go-to and it's challenging as well mm. because everyone can't have their will you know what they want all the time it's it's a team collaboration so it's uh but uh, it, it's trust yeah and um people mm. and and just touching more on that trust what do you most trust about yourself oh <sighs> Oh, Sam, you know, <laughs> these questions. Thank you. I'm learning a lot from talking to you. <laughs> what do I trust about myself? My good intention. Mm. Uh, my accountability. My, my motivation, uh, empowerment mm. or value and justice. Yeah, your humanity. And in, yeah, my humanity, yes, <laughs> and and also integrity. Uh, if it goes, I, I am flexible and maybe sometimes too flexible. But if it if I have to cross the line when it comes to to my key values, it's not gonna happen. Mm. Then it's enough is enough. Yeah. So yeah, 
And that's where your integrity, your authenticity shows and, and shines through. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just imagining being in your team, you know. <laughs> I can imagine, like, I would feel like I can be my kind of slightly eccentric, messy self. As long as I'm there, I'm doing the mm. best I can. Mm. I'm doing my job properly mm. with integrity. Mm. I'm, I'm in, you know, that's yeah. the feeling you give me. Yeah, absolutely. And a good sense of humor. Or what's a good sense of humor? Humor. As long as you have humor, and and, and also, and and there is also like um, I I'm not sure if it's correct to say it's a buzzword, but uh, that's the only English way of expressing it. It's this uh, psychological safety, mm. uh, and that's for me personally that has been very important for me. I've learned that from a previous HR director, and um, and that's also what I try to to bring to my team. Um, so and and by that showing frustration, uh, being angry, not at them, but but saying that, mm, you know, I'm frustrated. Um, being sad, um, having a big laugh, making maybe not so appropriate jokes, but for our own mental health, you know, to have a joke. So to to show them that I'm a human being, um, and also you know tell them if I do mistakes um because that's something also which is very important for me to allow people to do mistakes uh and instead of sitting there and being you know bringing pain to yourself that oh i did a mistake or it's like okay you did a mistake maybe you know not ideal but anyway how can we clean up the mess how can we solve it and, and to to take that perspective instead because it's not going to help you to to sit there and blame yourself forever and of course you know what are we learning from this okay next time i will do this and that instead okay fine mm -hmm. so and so i'm trying to communicate my mistakes or my failures or my shortcomings um so they know I'm a human and that gives them the space to to be allowed to do it themselves. Exactly. It seems like you have succeeded in creating that culture. Well, then you have to ask my my colleagues. <laughs> but... <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> but we, we have a good atmosphere. We have a good atmosphere. Nice. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So if you see in a more helicopter view in terms of leaders in general nowadays, mm -hmm. what do you think are the challenges leaders face? Oh, your questions. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> how would I know sitting up in Oslo, up north and, and like know what's cooking for other leaders? I, I but, but the two things that that's maybe, you know, something that triggers me um both positive and, and challenging as well it's it's one thing is the new working uh dynamic uh, remote work now you can have uh, a job uh contracted in one country and you can sit and work from another country so so this uh, remote work um and and how to include those members in 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 a team um and especially if there are some people in the in an office and then a few team members out of office all the time it's like how to create a good team dynamic how to have an inspiring environment with hybrid working i really struggle with that and and i think i can't be the only one thinking that this is challenging and i i, I personally don't think it's healthy uh, with too much remote work we need to to we need to to feel the, each other's energies um 
So that's one thing. It's maybe a struggle for many leaders. Uh, the second thing, I'm not saying it's a struggle, but I think it's important, and that's um, the awareness and and the knowledge about working in multicultural teams. And uh, that's the big uh, is hobby horse. Is that like uh, an expression? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's something for me, which I'm also exposed to in my job and, and many of the, the field workers we are sending on assignment, uh, deploying for, for our field activities. So to work in a multicultural team, it's underestimated the challenges and it's under, underestimated also the great opportunities that follows with that. So, and I, my impression is that it's it's we're more and more global, if I can use that expression. And and I think that's super important. We can't we can't forget this because so many challenges and dilemmas and conflicts and misunderstandings is happening because of maybe because of lack of understanding or lack of awareness. So yeah, but I haven't read anything. Uh, just one book, and I remember the the writer and the book. <laughs> You want to share that with our audience? I'm sure yes, they love to hear. Yes, I really, it's it's Erin uh, Meyer. She is a professor at INSEAD in, in Paris. The culture map. Yes. <laughs> and I, I I know there are some critics towards the study by Gatthofstede, uh, but still the cultural map. So it's not, not academic text. So that works very well for me. And the example she has and the way she brings awareness about the different types of cultures. And, and also she's generalizing because she's talking about nationalities. But still, it's so helpful. And I was reading it. I came to page 14 and I had to put the book down because I was like, oh, my God, exactly. This this is what's happening. So uh, this book, it it has been a game changer for me. It really been a game changer, and and yeah, I've distributed the book uh, to several colleagues, and and we have managed to get the cultural awareness into to several trainings now, and um, and also in my team we are in we are in, how to say it um, taking it into consideration uh, in in different processes we are in with uh, with international staff. So yeah, no, that's that's a good book. <laughs> Yeah, it is a good book. It is a good book. Yeah. yeah. I also learned a lot from that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And um, I'm also getting very nosy and curious because in everything you're saying, I'm also catching behind you some words in little post-its. And I see they say wow. trust, respect. Yeah. Maybe I can read integrity. And I, I'm really curious, like, how do these words and even the ones I can't see play into you and your leadership i'm just i just want to know oh <laughs> uh, well spotted sam it's um they are actually uh some values or not some they are values developed in in dr Sebra porters um management values slash leadership values and they all resonated so much with me so I have them there on post-its, very old style <laughs> post-its. <laughs> and I use them um, when I'm, I'm meeting with field workers, but I also use them when I'm discussing with my team members. And I use them also as a reminder for myself if I need to be reminded. So it's uh, transparency, accountability, empowerment, integrity, respect, and trust. And, and that's my 
leading star, if I can say, or they are my leading stars. So this is really, yeah. And when we have discussing different cases, how to how to approach, okay. And, and then they help like, okay. And we have to be transparent. Okay, we have to be transparent. Okay, point number one, you know, and, and we are accountable. So who do we need to inform? You know, so we use them in all the discussions and, and they're, uh, yeah, they help me a lot. There, maybe they are my leadership. <laughs> that, that's yeah, that's your values. That's yeah. my resource. <laughs> I was having this very eccentric image somehow of a rocket with all of those words on it, you know, like, and when you're fueled with that, you just <laughs> go with all your energy into into your role. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have also, I have actually also four four reminders about my communication style that I'm trying to. To, to come from and and that's uh, so it's a bit linked but I start with uh being humble so I don't know everything I was not there I haven't experienced it I don't know everything so that's my perspective that's where I'm coming from my energy I hope is coming from uh, and that helps me also to open up and to listen to what is being said actually and what's not being said uh, and then I'm also um, I'm also curious, so uh, and I'm open and I'm clear. So I will I'm op- I'm humble and therefore I can ask curious. I can be really curious. What's going on? Tell me more. And then I will be open about what I think if they want my thoughts, and I will be clear if it's possible, if it's not possible, if it's okay, if it's not okay. So so these four are my like my communication style guides and then I have the values and and that's my leadership style. (laughs) Love it. Beautiful. I told you it's going to be a bit different, right? (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) That's what we love about it, your authenticity and your integrity and and really strong, has strong uh, values and compass. Mm. And what else inspires you? Inspires me. Wow. There is, um, well, first of all, my daughter. Uh, I mean, she just, not just, but being there, she inspires me. She gives me uh, fire. Um, it inspires me to see other people with a huge amount of energy and that can, like, force, strong force. So, like Sam, that I've followed for some time, I'm like, wow. She's an inspiration. Uh, Megan, I, I haven't known you until now. So, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, but so Sam is like, okay, cool, cool woman. She's going for it. Cool. Um, then also, there is one person that inspires me a lot. And that's one of my previous HR directors. Um, she has, she has had a director, global director job, and, and she left it and she has started up by intent. Her, an own company um, focusing on growing uh, female leaders uh, and uh, she's a huge inspiration um, and, and she's also my leadership resource if I can say it like that she I picked I observed her when she was my director and I picked all the things she was doing that I wanted to try to do as a leader um, and and now as she's not my director anymore she has become a friend um, so I can pick her brain at all times and that's really a great opportunity <laughs> uh, so she inspires me and also 
she inspires me by asking me for advice as well. Uh, she's acknowledging and inspiring me because she's kind of telling me that I also have the resources uh, that she can make use of. Um, so we're kind of in a spiral together, inspiring each other, maybe. Uh, and that's really, and now I said maybe, and that's the antelope. Um <laughs> Good notice. <laughs> <laughs> you helped me. <laughs> oh. You know, talking about spiral, it feels like that's what you've created. We've created here in this mm. conversation today. Um, this feel like this feeling of inspiring each other and, you know, listening to some of the stuff you've said and also again around just this combination of like um, hearts and minds coming together in an mm. open conversation, mm. you know. So thank you for, for coming into this conversation in that way and making it so human, making it so relatable. We really so appreciate that. And thank you. you so much and it was really fun to be here uh and i, I want to talk to you girls more uh, yes <laughs> we need you in our life so bye <laughs> it was meant to be thank you so much thank you Thank you for listening to this episode of Untaming Leadership. Are you a leader keen to share your take on leadership? Want to offer your organisation the chance to participate in one of our experiential conscious leadership programmes? We would love to hear from you. 